Welcome to the Better Off Bonus Call of the Week. We're sponsored by Betterment, the largest independent online financial advisor. Now, don't forget, two chances every week to get on the air. Tuesdays, we do this bonus call. And then, of course, after our longer interview on Thursdays, we have the listener question. Just get in touch with us. It's very easy. Send us an email, askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. Ask Jill at betteroffpodcast.com. That's what our old friend Jeff did. Jeff, explain to everybody why we're old friends. When I had some financial questions about retirement about five years ago, uh, you were kind enough to help me out. And uh, now I'm in another point in my life where I thought I could maybe use a little more of your advice. I love it. It feels like I've been with you now for many years. So that's kind of fabulous. And I'm wondering, since that time, how did you find kind of navigating your financial life? You, you haven't been in touch for a few years. So what was going on at that time and what has changed now and why do you need our help? Uh, it's been mostly good. Um, and when I called you, it was because my wife and I were both moving to start new jobs um, and we had to make some decisions about retirement savings, enrolling in new plans. Um, since then, I haven't needed advice exactly because it's been pretty clear um, that we needed to use any extra income to pay off the debts we'd accrued from moving around for school, for jobs, stuff like that. Um, so actually, it's in the five years since I talked to you, we were able to pay off um, the 56000 or so debt we had on credit cards um, and take my wife's student loan money from law school down from about 200000 to about 98000 Wow. Man, that is like some serious progress, dude. Really? Thank you. The congratulations. Well, I... <laughs> Thanks. All right. So um, what is it that's going on right now that requires my assistance? Well, we, now that we have paid off that debt, um, you know, mo- the credit card debt and all that, we uh, and have a, ni- have a decent, you know, emergency fund, um, we, it looks like we probably have about six to $800 a month or so um, extra that we could be putting into some sort of savings or retirement or some sort of other plan. Mm-hmm. And I just wasn't sure what the best way to go about it was. So just so I'm clear, your wife still has almost a hundred grand in debt, right? Yes. And how much is the, what is the interest rate on that debt? It's all at 3.25% or less. Wow. Okay. And so, and, and how much are you guys making together at this point? About 227000 a year. Fantastic. Okay. Yeah. So what are our options in terms of where the six or 800 bucks a month could go? What are you considering? I'm leaning towards the max, uh, trying to max out my wife's um, pre-tax retirement savings. Two reasons. Obviously, that's less tax that we have to pay each year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then combined with part of why we've been able to make so much progress on the student loans is that her law school provides a loan forgiveness program where uh, they basically just require you to pay 25% of your income over $60,000 towards your loan repayment, and then they make up the difference for you. That sounds like a pretty damn good deal. Yeah, it's really nice. I mean, the idea is to allow the students to go into whatever job they want, whether it's public service, whatever, and not worry about their income. So, man, that's that's a pretty great. Yeah, that's the huge bonus. Um, what is the retirement plan that she has access to right now? 
Um, so it's through TIA Cref, mm-hmm. um, and we do the standard, you know, you contribute your 5%, and our university matches um, and puts in 9.29. Mm-hmm. So if she wants to add to that to get up to the max, the 18.5 per year, um, it uh, will require opening either a 403B or a 457B plan. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and the 403B is the default, but you have your choice. And, and you said she's putting away about how much, 5% now? Yeah, we both do the 5% to get our company match. That was the no-brainer when we talked to you five mm-hmm, years ago. Mm-hmm. And now we're like, okay, we've, we're finally in a place where we think we can start putting away some more money. And I think that this is probably the best idea for you. I really do. Yeah. Um, I think that, first of all, I think that it is a, a good thing that, you know, you're sort of clicking away and paying down the debt. You kind of have your arms around it. But this loan forgiveness part is really interesting Um, So I think that if you could really reduce that income for her, it helps with the student loan pay down and that program. And TIAA-CREF is a very good plan. How old are you guys now? We are both 37. Okay. And how are you currently invested in the TIAA-CREF plan? Yeah, that's one thing we talked about a little bit five years ago. We ended up going with one of the life cycle funds. Um, That way we could just set it and forget it sort of thing and not have to worry too much. Yep. And how much money is in the plan uh, for each of you right now? Um, The retirement plan total is about 209,000. Yeah, I think it's time. I think you've graduated from from the life cycle index funds. I think that, you know, the target date funds, they're fine. You know, they totally are fine. But I feel like one of the things that's really great is you've got this money you were kind enough to send me the investment strategies that you have available to you for this plan. First of all, you know, there is an institutional index fund that you have available to you, the Vanguard Institutional Index from the stock side. I think that's mm-hmm. a really good, that as well as the extended market index are okay. pretty much like a big, broad U.S. market index. If you looked inside of your lifestyle fund and you said, what percentage is in stocks, bonds, cash, that's basically what we're going to do, but outside of the lifestyle fund and instead use the funds that are available. So I think that the ones that you would look at would be the the institutional index or the extended market index. Doesn't really matter to me. Either one is fine. Then I would use um, the there is an emerging market fund that's it's going to be very volatile. But you know what? I don't mm-hmm. care. I think you could totally do that. Um, and, okay. and just like five or 10 percent in there. Um, there's an international one. So I might do like, say, let's say I did 10 or 10 percent in the international, 10 percent mm-hmm. in the extended market, 40 percent in a U.S. index. And then you've got something called the Vanguard Total Bond Market Index. You could put some in there. Um, you also have something that's interesting in that you have a, a TIAA side of your equation that is called TIAA Traditional. You could oh. also do your bond investing in there. That tends to have a, a higher interest rate. But, okay. but, you ready? The one yeah. thing that's important about that is that you don't have the ability to move in and out of that. There are some limitations as to where you can put that money. Um, okay. So you may not want to do that. I just put it out there as a possibility. 
Um, you know, the other ones are more expensive, so I'm not that interested in them. But essentially, mm-hmm. you're young, so you probably want to have something like a 70-30 split-ish, you know, 70 okay. stocks, 30 bonds. And of the 70, you know, half of it being U.S. equities and 20% or so being international and emerging and not making okay. it yourself too crazy. There's no particular reason why I would say, you know, put money in your REIT fund right this second. I I would just kind of keep this simple right now. And you could tell me to go screw and say, you know what, Jill, we're going to just stay in the life cycle fund. It's easier. We don't want to deal with that. Reason why the TIAA CREF life cycle funds are interesting to me is that they are very low cost. But, you know, generally when you have a little bit more money, you know, when you have more than $100,000 that's invested, it seems time to kind of graduate. But there are plenty of people who just will pick the life cycle anyway. So if you don't want to deal with it, I'm fine with you staying in life cycle. If you do want to deal with it, Mm -hmm. there are some really good options within your choices. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I know. That's part of why we went with the life cycle, because I remember when we talked five years ago, we talked about how they, they can be really good for some people, but sometimes the expense is high. And fortunately, with TIA, CREF, they're not that high. But looking at the ones that you just mentioned, those expenses are even lower. So, you know, yeah, I mean, that's can, uh, you, use that magic of compound interest and saving, you know, I think that that will work. And when you're done with this process of, say, um, you know, having the six or eight hundred dollars a month extra go into the account, if you do find that you still have extra money, if there is, you know, because maybe you're both making more money. The other thing to consider is, you know, where else do I go with this? And that probably would lead me. Do you guys have kids? No, not yet. You know, so there's not a college funding thing. I mean, you could always just pay the taxes and open an investment account. The only other thing I should ask is this. In your wife's plans, do you have a Roth option as well? I, not that I know of. Yeah. I'm okay. going to call the uh, you know the advice line and check on that because I've definitely heard some of your callers, as soon as they say that their retirement plan includes a Roth option, you definitely light up. So I know that's a good plan to get into. Yeah, it is. Except that, remember, we're trying to reduce your wife's taxable income, and I do get that. Yeah. And there is that piece of it about the loan forgiveness that adds a layer on it. But maybe that's something you could consider once the, the student loan is gone. I, it sounds like you're paying that loan yeah. down pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah. The, the the forgiveness plan helps us for another two years. Mm-hmm. And even if we're not fully done then, we're in a payment plan where we're definitely done with it all uh, in a little less than five years, about four and a half years. That's so awesome. We're feeling good about that. All right, great. And you guys, um, you own a house or do you have, are you renting? What, what are you doing right now? We rent a townhouse right now. And do you think you want to buy or what's your I idea? I think so, probably. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of those things I go back and forth on, mm-hmm. um, you know. Uh, it's so nice to to just call the agency if something bad happens. But um, I think long term, yeah, that might be another thing is putting away some money for the down payment. Yeah. I mean, let's see how things progress. If you feel like you're getting closer to buying a house, then I would say, you know, as you have more money coming in the door, you want to make sure that you siphon some of that off and put it in the house fund. But it sounds like you guys are doing so great. I feel like when you call me in five years from now, because we're on every five year basis now, uh, that you're going to be like rocking and rolling, debt free, saving tons of money. And and I don't know what else is going to be happening, but you're you're in great shape. You've done a tremendous job. Oh, thank you, Joe. All right. Well, thank you so much for checking back in with us and uh, get that money into the TIAA CREF account. I will do. Thanks right. for your help. Take care. Good luck. All right. Bye. bye. 
Okay, that's a wrap of our Better Off bonus question of the week. If you've got a question, it's simple. Send us an email at askjill at betteroffpodcast.com. We'll arrange to get you on. And don't forget, in just a couple of days, there's a brand new episode of the Better Off Podcast sponsored by Betterment. Talk to you then. 